Yep, we're ready. Cool, let's go. Okay, so welcome to Safe House. For the listener's perspective, we are going again. And I will introduce my guest, but I just wanted to address it before we start. Mm-hmm. I have recorded with this guest before. However, my laptop had a meltdown and um, we're going again. We're going again. So I'd like to welcome to the Safe House for the second time, Ben James. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming yeah. again. It was very familiar. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> deja vu. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad you've come back because obviously it tells me that you enjoyed the first time. Of course. No, it was so fun. I'm sure somewhere down the line I'll release the release the audio mm-hmm. as some kind of archives. Yeah. Yeah. For now, it's it's in the bin. 100%. <laughs> there were some good bits in there, so maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll, we'll, we'll go back through it. But I felt like you needed... I, did, I didn't want to give up on it. And I didn't want to, like, say, oh, sorry, it's gone. And, you know, you need your moment. No, thank you. And I appreciate we're that. We're ready. Yeah. We, I actually got so far as putting your promo out. I know. And then my laptop decided to just... It said no. Yeah, well, I guess it happens for a reason. We're here yeah. now, so let's get going. Uh-huh. Yeah. Absolutely. Just, maybe it was the universe. Yeah, I was thinking about it. I feel like I've so much more to talk about this time around, so so maybe it was for the best. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Gorge. Well, let's get into it. So as you'll know, before we start, I ask everyone their pronouns. So mm-hmm. if you'd like to tell the listeners what your pronouns are. Yeah, mine is he, him. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. They are few and far between in the safe house. Not mm-hmm. for any particular reason. Just fill my life with she's and they's. No, of course. And yeah. everyone in between. Um, but thank you very much. I've been letting my guests introduce themselves. And you should be prepared because you have done this before. Yeah. The best way to introduce yourself is to introduce yourself. So why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself just to give them an idea before we begin. A little teaser. Yeah, of course. So my name is Ben James, as I said. I'm a queer musician mm-hmm. in Manchester, do writing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm just kind of on the start of my journey um, with, I don't know, the creative world. I went to uni, studied music, and I feel like I'm really ready to, um, I don't know, put a name to my music and mm-hmm. develop my sound. So yeah, yeah here I am. Gorgeous. I'm going to go as far as that. It's probably better than last time. Thank you. No, I appreciate but I that. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to shit on first time round Ben, but I think that was, no. that was good. Concise. Thanks. Okay, I like, I like it. it. Crazy. We're in sync now. So you are a creative. That's why you're here, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I do always like to ask my guests what they get up to when they're not being creative. Your uni degree is creative. Yeah. And you're a creative person in your like hobbies and what you get up to outside of uni. When you're not doing any of that, mm-hmm. what are you doing? To be honest, I enjoy clothes, so... Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always this sounds so lame I'm always scouring Pinterest for like okay. new things yeah. I do a bit of modelling here and there as well so I'm sometimes doing shooting for that mm-hmm. I find myself these days doing more and more little things in different areas and I think that's what kind of makes me like builds me up uh-huh. yeah I've just found myself in loads of different situations this past year mm-hmm. but yeah I would say modelling I like taking photos with, with my friends I like doing that kind of yeah. thing and not yet but I will eventually be able to say I'm a runner Okay, running. I'm working on that part, but that will eventually. 2024, yeah. a good time to start new stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah so. I mean, it's not New Year's Day. I feel like, we're t- talking of like, I guess it's kind of like a New Year's resolution for you. Mm-hmm. New Year's Day is, I would argue, is one of the worst days of the year to start something new. Because everybody's hungover. I agree. Like, who's starting the gym on New Year's Day? Exactly. I mean, I, ad- for I admire the people who do. Do you know what yeah. I mean? But I was sat there nursing a hungover, uh-huh. so um, there's no way I was about to go on a treadmill. Like, not everybody drinks, of course. Yeah, of but course. Trying to start something new on a day where you need to recover. Yes, 100%. Seems like the 2nd of Jan. Yeah, I agree. Or even just early Jan. Yeah. Not too much pressure. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Because, yeah. I don't know, I think if you put too much pressure on yourself, you're just bound to fail. Correct. 
that's the energy I would. I think I would like to take that into 2024. I agree. Not putting so much pressure on. Like my, I was going to write them down, and then I decided that again, it was too much pressure to write mm-hmm. them down. I've been thinking about things that I want to do in 2024, and they're a lot tamer than last year. Oh, really? Because I just think little steps are good, and if I get further than them, then I'll feel better about it. 100%. And I might even end up doing more than what I'd originally thought of as too intense no i completely if that makes any sense i completely agree with that yeah, yeah. i think slow and steady is just the way mm-hmm. do you know what i mean yeah if you're serious about like building something then yeah mm-hmm. gorgeous so obviously some of the some of those things are a little bit creative you've got your modeling mm-hmm. you're taking photos and stuff like that that's true i asked the question because it's kind of like a trick question yeah because a lot of creative people this is going to sound like a rerun in every single episode that i do mm-hmm. but creative people don't stop I agree. They find it so hard. And the more I film, the more I record, the more I talk to people, the more I realize that creative people will just find ways to make things happen. I agree. And I think even if it's not physically, even if physically you're not being creative, mentally mm-hmm. I find myself in like these trains of thoughts and I'm thinking, mm-hmm. Ben, just chill out for a sec. Or like, you know, you don't need to be thinking about that right now. Yeah. Or like this line in this song or why I decided to do this, not this. Yeah. And it, it's just, it is a constant thing, I feel like. And I know Even when you're not actively yeah. trying, you're searching Pinterest. I agree. For style, creative. Yeah. And then implementing that in the photography or the mm-hmm. modeling, like all of that stuff is still true. creative. The running, you know, unless you're thinking of different ways to run. Yeah. I mean, you can't really make that too creative. But yeah, I think it just really fulfills me. That's why I'm constantly chasing things that are... Mm-hmm creative even if it's just subconscious as well yeah Yeah, so yeah i would say as well because my 2023 was definitely kind of similar to what you're going through now which is taking a step back from the obvious creative element and like dipping my toe in loads of different things that still like lend itself to what what i really want to do yeah but doing things like photography like modeling yeah. like designing things graphic design like different bits of stuff like that and and you do feel like you said earlier you feel like more like a whole i agree you feel like a, not a whole you feel like a fully realized thing i agree yeah and i think it's so important to take that step back as well mm-hmm. because it gives you that opportunity to really analyze what you're doing mm-hmm. what you don't like what you like and just how to move forward from that especially yeah. you know when things happen in life and stuff i think sometimes it forces you to take a step back mm-hmm. in order to really evaluate where i want to go next mm-hmm. so and yeah actually last time we did speak about that and you were saying yeah. how you did that yeah interesting would you say that 2023 has kind of either made you or provided you with has 2023 been the year that's made you take a step back yeah I'd say 100% I think I say this to everyone I had the highest of the highs the lowest of the lows it's been so mm-hmm. such a mixed bag but I'm yeah. grateful for that because I've learned so much and mm-hmm. you know I can't forget about all the achievements I did do in 2023 because just so many it's just easy to forget what you do sometimes isn't mm-hmm. it and you think oh I did this and I did this and mm-hmm. suddenly you don't feel as bad because yeah. I think it's so natural to think oh I didn't do enough or yeah. oh I didn't do this or this but but no I think it's important to realize mm-hmm. especially because the the kind of or the creative disciplines that we focus on they're a, a highly social media based 100%. so when there's so much of people putting their best their absolute best and not showing those like down moments you do focus on those lows a 100%. lot a lot more so it is nice to take a step back and be like, do you know what? I've done quite a bit. Yeah. And I'm glad you mentioned social media, actually, because I don't know mm. about you, but sometimes it drains me. Oh, my God. Sometimes. Well, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, Often drains absolutely. me because I don't know. It's so hard to keep up with. And like you say, mm. you never see the negatives on social media. You only see no. what everyone's up to and mm. stuff. So it's really easy to get, you yeah. know, get it twisted. Yeah. 
It really is. Same. It really is. So my my 2023, and I feel like I want to do it more going into this year. My last year was a lot about being more real and kind of showing the more real aspects mm-hmm. of myself. I guess it sounds bad to like think about how you're coming across online, but when there's so much, I guess, there's, there's so much sugar coating and rose tintedness yeah. about the internet. I spent a lot of my time throughout the year being like, okay, what am I coming across? Like, what am I... Because social media is kind of like a portfolio of your work. Completely. And especially this, I can't can't produce this too much because it would take me too long, even if I wanted to. No. So I took steps to try and think at every step, how can I make this the most genuine and the most, like, I'm coming across as myself? So that when you meet people in person, they're not like, who's that? Yeah, no. Do you know what I mean? That's a real thing as well. No, that's a real thing. And what I wanted to say was, just out of curiosity, did you do that for your audience or for yourself? Um, I think directly it's for my audience. Indirectly, it's for myself. Yeah, I like that. Because you're kind of doing less editing yourself so that the audience and the people you meet don't perceive you in a certain way. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of benefit from that personally. Okay, so it yeah. Kind of, it comes back at you. If no, that makes sense. I see that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. That's how I feel about that. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I was giving you my life story. No. Something to think about. Definitely something to think about. Okay. I wanted to talk about. So obviously, you said you're a queer musician. Mm-hmm. What I, I think I said this last time we spoke, what I admire most because I'm so shy at it is the songwriting. Mm-hmm. You do uh, so by musician. What what comes into that? Would you say? Well, for me, mm-hmm. writing. Yeah, I say produce producing lightly. Okay. I, I can't sit here and produce a full pop anthem for you, but <laughs> I do know I could navigate my way around, etc. Yeah. So often I'll just produce the demo, send it off to whoever I'm working with at the time, mm-hmm. or I don't know. It's always different, but mm-hmm. so for me, it's obviously the singing, the writing, mm-hmm. and I guess I arrange all my own vocals and stuff. So I would yeah. put that into it too, mm-hmm. and yeah, I guess just the visuals to an extent too yeah. come with it all uh-huh. i'd say just all of it is that something that is the visuals because obviously the visuals is a is a kind of a side to yeah. the music mm-hmm. that you know a lot a lot of artists have a say in it but how, would you say that how, how much of the visuals are you producing yourself um well to be honest quite quite a lot of it i mean mm-hmm. all of it except the video that i did with uh, my friend aaron who's yeah. really great so yeah i mean other than the video all of the artwork i did myself mm-hmm. but often i feel like i can't really facilitate what i want to really give yeah um just due to like i don't know budget resources whatever it may be at the time because i often find it hard to pin everything together at the same time too right um in order to then release something mm-hmm. no i get that i get that i feel like you have a vision for what you want yeah for the music and i guess the lyrics and the music are going to perfectly represent what is in your mind yeah so then if you can't i mean you said you said you're working on you know you're doing photography and modeling so that will help you but i guess you are going to have to be as good at visuals as the music side of it yeah to fully get across what you want yeah maybe that's what 2024 is about maybe because often i find that like you know if you've got a good visual and you post on tiktok then that's the first thing that they're really going to see and if it's uh-huh. interesting or if they like it then yeah. i presume that they'll then listen to whatever mm-hmm. is with it so yeah maybe you're right i need yeah. to get on my editing gig and get going with it mm-hmm. yeah personally i think like I've done things in the past because I'm not a songwriter or, mm-hmm. or a, I'm a singer, but not a songwriter at all. I'd love to be able to do it, but 
Um, it's just one of the things that I've never got my... Not, I think I've just not sat down and tried to get good at it. Okay. But I've made multiple album covers, single covers, cover art. Yeah. Like, that I've just not done anything with. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that comes first for me. I guess it's weird how different people work, isn't it? Because to mm-hmm. me, I think I lack in that in that way. Mm. Whereas you're more worried about the songwriting and that's more my... I mean, if I wanted to be a singer, though, and a songwriter, then that's... I'm gonna... <laughs> I think you're winning that one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but you'd think that. But I don't know. I do think the visual side of it, especially if you don't have a big team behind you, yeah. is super important. Uh-huh. So, I mean, I don't know. It's definitely a valuable skill to have. Yeah. Um. So, uh, kind of still at the start of your, as you said earlier, still at the start of your, like, what you would describe as your journey. Yeah. But take yourself back, like, your earliest memory of, of mm-hmm. loving singing and, and songwriting. Where I guess my question is, where did it start for you? It started... With my friends growing up, I, I think, mm-hmm. um, I would just go around to the house. We would watch things like Hocus Pocus okay, and all do the numbers that they were doing, all the yeah. songs. Do you know what I mean? Um, then Disney. I was a huge Disney fan growing up, so I think mm-hmm. that really imprinted into me as well. Um, and then from there, I think musical theatre was the next thing I went into, just to realise that I wasn't really a fan of the acting or the dancing. So I thought, yeah. well... Well, I was going to ask, you said that you, you know, you like dancing around to the stuff. Is, you know, if you decide to do gigs mm-hmm. and and you, let's say, touring. Yeah. Is, choreography? Question mark? I'm never going to bust any choreography at an open mic night. But okay. if I had the budget and if, you know, it was the right song and I felt... I like, felt... are you going to bust out like the I Feel the Rush? Yeah. No, I, yeah. I, I, that's not too far away from what I think... Uh-huh could i don't know i mean i don't know but <laughs> but i'm not i'm not saying no is okay. my answer because i like dancing it's, i like yeah. dancing yeah mm-hmm. have you you did musical theater i'm yeah. assuming you've done yeah fully choreographed numbers before yeah just not the vibe at the minute just not the vibe i mean to be honest with you you're not the right music genre completely um but no i learned loads of musical theater to be honest i trained in birmingham for a bit mm-hmm. then in stafford now i think about it, it was more the acting i did like the dancing it was yeah. just quite intense a lot of the time but mm-hmm. but no i would never say no to dancing no so yeah i guess the acting kind of music video wise that's got to really help yeah it does actually and i didn't realize how much i th- felt I needed to kind of tune into that side of me when the camera was in front of me yeah because often I find that I'm like quite minimal with my actions and like facial expressions and stuff like that so I really feel like I have to amp it up to just Mm -hmm. look as if I am being somewhat emotional or yeah so yeah I really had to tap into that side of me for a minute which I guess was useful again yeah Yeah. so that's music wise yeah songwriting wise did that start earlier on with your friends during that time like is there any you know hidden tracks and lyrics that we don't have access to do you know (laughs) do you know actually me and my friends were writing songs really young as well it was Uh there was three of us and i I remember my first song was called rock the beat go on it was was a tune um no it really wasn't (laughs) can we get a rendition do you remember it i don't think anyone needs to hear that right now but i love it um but looking back i feel like i really did plant the seeds that are kind of growing now almost mm-hmm. it's really weird to yeah. see how it all comes back around but no i started writing quite young and then stopped high school kind of shut the artsy side away of me okay i don't know why just did i think socially i, I was, was just... gonna be my next question yeah oh okay <laughs> why um yeah so that was quite shut away for a while and then it was only more when i was starting college that it all kind of came back yeah so yeah uh-huh so college what are we doing for college musical, creative musical music theater, yeah. yeah it was a musical theater did you say mm-hmm 
So are you, is there any part of that where you're having to, to, to write music or is that something that's, again, happening outside of your studies and it's happening like in your spare time? Yeah, it was definitely happening outside. I think a lot of the musical theatre that we did was very much follow this. It was all essentially you're trying to replicate, yeah, completely replicate something. Mm-hmm. So no, there wasn't room for much like, I was going to say creativity, but it is very creative. I just mean much, it was all very to the book is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, but no, I remember in college, I downloaded GarageBand for the first time and I got my headphones and recorded a little cover in the changing rooms Yeah. Um, of a Kim Petras song, mm-hmm. which is funny to remember. But that was the first time I think I ever did a cover, which kind of introduced me to recording. Yeah. yeah. The concept of just recording itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, you say you mentioned about the, I guess the lack of, yeah, I guess I would probably say the lack of creativity or autonomy in, mm-hmm. in musical theatre for you. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's probably why? What another reason why? Like, because you you have done covers, and mm-hmm. I will I will ask you a little bit later on about those. But do you think that that's why you shifted towards writing your own stuff? Because I guess it's less it's less constrictive. Yeah, partly, definitely. I think I wanted to break away from that. Um, and the other part of it was I think it just kind of resurged. Like, as I said, I was doing it when I was really young. Mm-hmm. And I think it's something I've always been subconsciously drawn to. Yeah. Um, yeah, in general. So, yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. Fabulous. Um, I want to talk inspirations. Mm-hmm. So when you start writing and you realise that that's what you want to do, yeah. who's inspiring you to do that? Artists, uh, family members, dogs, I would characters. most definitely say artists. I think yep. um, my family aren't very creative at all. No. Which I find quite interesting, actually, because often I meet other creatives and their whole family is quite... Right quite into something uh-huh. or other but um no so definitely artists i mean i've been obsessed with kim since like 2018 now yeah and she definitely gave me a huge lot of inspiration especially because i found that going to uni um in manchester doing music it was very indie based and yeah. there wasn't much time for pop music and i mm-hmm. think she really i mean i'm sure a lot of artists did but in my eyes she brought back the kind of bubblegum pop that was kind of not very cool to listen to it was mm-hmm. kind of inferior to other genres at one mm-hmm. point so yeah, um, artists definitely did inspire me to write. She's quite experimental as well, so, which I guess is right up your alley. Completely, yeah. Yeah, because that's the complete opposite of what you were feeling with musical theatre is no being able to just throw shit at the wall, see what sticks. Yeah, and even vocally I found it was so different as well. Yeah. So different to sing. Mm-hmm. So. so Kim... Kim, she's my one love. If you can hear this, Kim, I love you. No, but I've got, I've got, I mean, I've got loads of inspirations like Noah Cyrus. She's yeah. completely different to Kim, but her lyrics to me are just 10 out of 10. Yeah. Um, and I love how personal she is as well in her music. I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Do you think the, we'll get onto specifically your songs. Mm-hmm. One by one. Maybe not one by one, but we'll talk about them in a little yeah, bit. Be hard, yeah. um, do you think your audience listening to your music will be able to hear bits of Kim and bits of Noah in your music? Like, you, are you going as far as taking, like, direct influence? Or is it just when you first started, that's what I want to do? Do you know, I'm not, I'm not quite sure. I think in some songs there's definitely clear influences. Mm-hmm. I really, like, had fun with exploring different, I don't know, genres and different techniques to mix vocals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's quite evident in some of my music. But I would say that, like, there's probably an effeminate touch to some of my vocal delivery. And okay. I think that's simply because I only listen to women sing. Right. I do. Right. And obviously, I think that, that's potentially quite typical <laughs> as a gay man. But I just prefer the, what they do with their voice. I think I just prefer their experience and the way that they tell yeah. stories. I just I just relate a bit more to 
mm-hmm. women and the, the music. So I think sometimes you can listen to it and think, oh, maybe that was inspired by so-and-so. But uh-huh. yeah, it's quite, I'd say it's quite feminine. My vocal choice sometimes is, yeah. Yeah, I can hear that. Can I, I see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know a lot, a lot of my early influences were, were. I think we spoke about this last time, yeah. a lot of my early influences were, were just women, women in general. Mm-hmm. A, lot yeah. of, a lot of the music, a lot of the music that, that I really enjoyed were R&B yeah. and soul. Okay. So, like, I, I'm going to ask you for yours. I'm going to try and give you a top five at the minute. Okay. And I'm going to start with Victoria Monet. Love her. Incredible. So and I'm good. so glad she's getting her, like, moment. Finally. Yeah. It's about time, because she's been yep. around for a while now. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Ray. Love Ray. Another one that I've been following for years. Incredible. Theo Sol. Know her? No, actually. Okay. I'll give you her. That's my homework. Yeah. Okay. That's your homework. Cool. And then her. Yeah. And... No, yeah, I remember you saying about Ray. Actually, she's a genius. She is. Such... I'm going to see her again. Really? I'm going to see the exact same tour again. Are you in February? Um, did you see the jazz version of Yes Escapism? She did. Absolutely did. So good. I hope she does it for the tour because yeah. obviously that's like a new version. Oh, I'm just obsessed. Yeah, I admire how she can just flip all of her songs into mm-hmm. multiple different versions. Yeah, she's cool. Jasmine Sullivan. Ah, Jasmine Sullivan. There you go. That's my top five at the minute. Did you um, listen to Host Tales by Jasmine Sullivan? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I need to listen to that. It's so good. Yeah. I've got Jasmine Sullivan and her do a song together called Girl Like Me. Oh, okay. It is gorgeous. Mm-hmm, I bet. It is gorgeous. Yeah. So Cleo Sol is your, your homework. She brought out two albums this year as well. Wow. Like, within a week of each other. Oh. So good. That's so unheard of as well. Like uh-huh. these days. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go I'm on. listen. Give me a top. Can you? Can do you think you could narrow down to a top five? Top five would be. Oh, it change. You know, it changes. There's a couple that never yeah, change. Just right now. Yeah. Like, right, what are you listening to right now? I'm listening to a lot of Kim. A yep. lot of Noah. Um, Summer Walker's been in my rotation recently. Yes. Um, I love her. Yeah. Who else am I loving right now? Peach PRC. Oh, don't know oh. them. Writing that one down right now. She's beautiful, and her lyrics as well are so. I don't know. She just. She has such a unique writing style you can always tell you can always tell a peach so yeah i'd say yeah. peach um and i think we'll leave it there they're my favorites yeah. at the moment yeah yeah that's good yeah give me a three that's fab i feel like as well it's it's different for you because you're listening with songwriting ears okay yeah so like yeah yeah i can appreciate it but like you fully immerse yourself in mm-hmm. the writing of music and and that's what you'd study as well mm-hmm. So I, I guess, what, how do you think it's different listening as a songwriter to music? Do you think you're listening out for different things or is it a bit more intense? Um, like hyper-focus? Well, for me, I definitely am a lyrics person. I often mm-hmm. find myself as well, like say if I'm in, this sounds so lame, but if I'm in a bar <laughs> or anywhere that's playing music, yeah, I just notice that my brain will just kind of tune into whatever it is and I'm just listening to the words or whatever like that. So definitely lyrics for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Part of me admires people who can just listen to music for what it is because I've got some friends who I'll show music to them uh-huh. and I can just tell that it... It's going in one ear and out the other. Almost, but <laughs> <laughs> as rude as that sounds, it's, I don't mean that in a rude way. What I mean is they just, I think they just see it as face value and listen to the the noise that it is and mm-hmm. just the tune. Whereas for me, I'm, I often find myself listening to the lyrics a bit more. Dissecting it. Yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. What about you? I'm being interviewed now. Oh, sorry, I've um, split the script. No, 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 it's fine, it's fine. I think I, I think when I listen to music, I'm listening to what... I have a habit of listening to what's going on in the back, in the background. Mm-hmm. So, like, the layering of the harmonies and 
yeah. the instruments in the background, mm-hmm. I guess. It takes me a while to to clock onto lyrics. Okay. I think I could, I have a habit, and Sam makes fun of me for this, but I have a habit of just making up words. Or like phonetically singing along to songs. Yeah, that's a real thing. It's just a really vacant way to listen to music. But I think I'm more so tuning, I'm, what, what I just said is I'm tu- tuning into the harmonies and the mm-hmm. sounds. Yeah. And trying to replicate them. And in that, I'm just not learning the words. You're just too occupied with the other things. Uh-huh. That's okay. I like when that. I, when I'm, if I actually, I love it when people dissect lyrics on TikTok and I can watch the, the videos for hours. Yeah. Like there's a uh, Victoria Monet song on on my mama, and the first I think the first lyric is like deep in my bag, like, like a, a grandma with a peppermint. peppermint. Oh, and I, when I heard it. that, I was like, oh, I read it on the screen. I was like, that's one line. I have listened to that song thousands of times. I've never heard it like. <laughs> no, just, I think I'm just I, so bacon. No, I understand like, that. It's real. Yeah, I get that. Uh huh. And the, can I just say the choreography in that video? Uh, oh, wow. That's decks on the cards. Incredible. Forget Rush. Yeah. That you, oh one. God, I think that might be a bit too much. <laughs> Imagine me trying to bust it down. But yeah, I just, yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm more about like noises and sounds, harmonies, mm-hmm. things like that, rather than like what's being said. But nice. That, it does not mean I don't appreciate it. Mm-hmm. It's just, I'm, I think I lack focus in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. But you have it elsewhere, I suppose. Yeah, that's true. So. That's true. Yeah. Okay, moving on. I guess not moving too far yet. I had one more question for you about like your inspirations. So do you think they've changed from the beginning of your journey to now? Um, I think my older inspirations definitely still inspire me, but okay. I think it just kind of gets taken over by whatever's fresh in my mind. Mm-hmm. So obviously, I don't know, Lady Gaga was a huge one for me growing up. Yeah. Obsessed with her. Obsessed with, to be honest, it was the pop girls like Rihanna, Katie, mm-hmm. Lady Gaga, Beyonce. Yeah. Even Adele, to some extent. I was very yeah. bubblegum pop growing up and mm-hmm. radio music. So, yeah, I'd say they just, if anything, they don't go away. They just get replaced by newer yeah, newer inspirations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you've got your base, your foundations, yeah. and then your new ones are popping in on top. Yeah. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Okay, we'll move on now. I want to ask you about your process. Mm-hmm. So, you're sitting down, starting writing a song. How do you start? Often, if I'm struggling to come up with anything, which actually has happened quite frequently recently, I often go through phases of like pushing like six songs out a week and then okay. just flatlining for the next two. And what you mean by pushing out is pushing them out and then not into the archive, <laughs> into straight into the archive. I just wanted to let the audience know. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm genuinely working on that. But um, but no, often I I can't really sit with something for too long. I'm, I like to finish something in a couple hours if possible because um I don't actually. You know why i think it's just the way i am my personality yeah. i'm quite i'm quite easily distracted i don't have much focus right um so as long as it's hot in my brain as long as i feel like i want to say what i'm saying then that's mm. what pushes me to then record the song okay yeah yeah so i just sit there often i already start with a beat that's just the way i prefer yeah and then i kind of just think what would i hear what mm-hmm. what would i hear if this was already a song and just start singing and often with that and whatever lyrical content I want to include. Before you know it, I've just started to kind of build a bit of a bit of a song and then mm-hmm. after revising it, I'll just fine tune it here and there and yeah. then yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd say that's the process. It's honestly not it's not a big process or anything like that. It's not like a crazy thing. I just do it in a couple hours and 
Yeah. yeah. So are you, in that moment, are you thinking what's on my mind right now? Or are you thinking, oh, I remember that day, the day when I was feeling that mm-hmm. and I wanted to write about it? It totally depends. Sometimes I sit down and I've got something to say and I need to get this out kind of thing. Okay. Um, like an urgency. Yeah. yeah. And it really helps me after as well. I feel so much better after it. Mm-hmm. But then other times, like, I'm trying to get more into songwriting as a songwriter too. So I'll try and write something in the style of someone. Okay. So it often depends, really. If I'm feeling emotional, then I definitely, it'll be me. But sometimes I'm just trying to um, write for other people. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. You've segued me on perfectly. Okay, great. Because I wanted to talk about the kind of the genre of music that you sit in mm-hmm. at the moment or what what we've got access to yeah it's quite an emotional genre yeah i think i think my, what, where my question first question sits is do you find it difficult being so open yeah. and, and raw and yeah. kind of hot on your sleeve because it, that's the kind of music it is do you find that difficult yeah and it comes and goes but i've honestly just learned to let go yeah and I've just learned to have faith that like this is not going to resonate with everyone and I know that and I know that it's not everyone's cup of tea but I think you just have to have faith that like people who like that music will be drawn to it mm-hmm. and you'll find your audience and that's what I'm trying to do Yeah. so I try not to think too much about that even though sometimes it is daunting because yeah. it is very like I'm just showing everything and mm-hmm. you know but no I think it's something I'm still consciously trying to just let go of and Mm-hmm. get rid of because that would hinder me so much yeah do you um, i guess because i don't know if, it, if it's the same for you you're saying you sometimes you need to sit down to get something out mm-hmm. is the intention or because obviously you you just said as well that it is quite exposing yeah is the intention always for that to be shared with other people or is the is the music kind of a, a vehicle for getting all the emotions out and then you I get what, what i mean, mean. I don't, yeah i don't and know if i've worded that right but no yeah. completely i think sometimes yeah sometimes i'll just create a song because i'm feeling a certain type of way knowing fully well that i'm never going to release it mm-hmm. it's just for my kind of brain but as i say that i'm trying to like step a bit away from all of the personal side i'm trying to okay. i don't know i'm just trying to write a bit more freely about more varied things nothing too specific because mm-hmm. um i often find that it's easier right why is that just to release not to write to release right yeah okay you think sometimes it's a little bit too under a microscope yeah for yourself i often find that like i'm awfully specific sometimes um you like thank you next listing all the <laughs> yeah <laughs> i can't believe she did that i know i, I respect her so much even to that. this day like it was like five years ago i'm like honestly <laughs> No, we all need to remember that. Uh-huh. But um, I'm assuming it's not on that level of like exposing yourself. Oh, it's, no. But... No, completely not. And I don't think if anyone heard it, maybe they wouldn't assume too much. But because I know what it's about, I right. often have that premonition that yeah. it's a bit too much or... Maybe well, it's coming from your mind. Mm-hmm. On on that as well, um, and, and, you know, answer as freely as you like, but because of the nature of the genre of music that you contribute to, Mm-hmm. your songs are going to be about emotional things and you know sometimes they're about people sometimes they're about situations and and, and different things that have affected you enough that you yeah. want to write about them do you feel kind of a pressure from those people around you that you're writing about or do you feel like oh what's this going to be like if those people hear your music or are you just thinking about yourself in that moment i don't care you honestly don't care. no i uh-huh. just i don't know I, I trust myself to not do any like i would never maliciously no. Right about that kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm You're quite from the heart. Exactly. So I'm quite confident in the fact that nothing I say is going to be too personal. If anything, it's just more my brain and me kind of stopping myself. Yeah. But I'm learning to just push through that. Yeah. So yeah, that's good. Is that is that a new kind of mentality, or is it is it always been that way for you? Um, 
it's definitely a new mentality because there was times where I was just writing songs and none of them could have really been heard just because it was just it was just too much and I think like that, this happened on this day at yeah, this time well it's just I think it was just the emotional state that I was in mm-hmm. which is fine but no like I said before I'm just trying to broaden my horizons and write about things that are sometimes being vague is okay yeah it doesn't need to be too much you can be cryptic exactly you know when needed but yeah I like that good yeah. Okay, let's let's I guess let's move on specifically to the songs. The songs that we have already. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm writing Thinking Patience the first. Yeah. Talk to me about patience. Now that I think about it, I wrote that song so long ago. Um mm-hmm. but still to this day it's genuinely one of my favourites and I don't know why. Well it's the first one you put out, so well <laughs> clearly you liked it enough to break that seal. Yeah, I think as well it was one of the first times that I kind of stepped away from the pop and kind of took it more acoustic sounding. Okay. And no, I just I think in general I just like that song. I would love to re-record that at some point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so patient was the first one. I'd say it was pretty personal at the time, but now I can just look back and listen to it for what mm-hmm. it is. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I still really love singing that song too, like yeah. live, whenever I do, yeah. Mm-hmm. And does it have a different meaning for you now? Like, yes. are you singing from the same place? No, definitely okay. not. No, it definitely has a different meaning to me now, but it's still relevant in different ways. So that's yeah. always helpful. I can still relate somewhat to sing it live, yeah. which is good. Yeah. That's nice though. That, I guess longevity yeah. in songs is a winner. Yeah, because not all clearly of mine. it's a good song. Yeah. Oh, cheers. Thank you. But um, but the proof's in the pudding. If you can still sing it, and regardless of my opinion, obviously I like it. But regardless of my opinion, if you can still sing the song, yeah, and it still be relevant for you, that means that it can still be relevant for different people at different times. Do you know what? Yeah. Is that true. not like a recipe for a good song? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I like that. and that's that (laughs) that and that's that i said earlier that i'm kind of miffed at myself because since it was actually 10 days ago because i have checked you released with yeah cut can we not can we not talk about that (gasps) show me right now it's on soundcloud how is that oh my god so this is not is that not supposed to be on there no cool right let me just fix that real quick and then Thank you so much. I thought, because I sent it to a producer to see what he thought. Yeah, it's I, on SoundCloud. Uh, Is it gone now? Have you deleted I'm it? I'm just going to private it right now. <laughs> You're so, so funny. Gasp. This is what I mean about the universe, do you know what I mean? It's been on there for 10 days. Yeah. Is it good? Um, I love it, to be honest. Yeah. She really ate. Right, well, that note can go. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry. We, I mean, we can talk about it. It is coming, but... um. Yeah, okay. That's funny. Let's talk yeah. about that. It's, it's, this is going to be after 10... When are you putting it out? Um, It's going to be like first quarter of the new year. Okay. That's so very vague. not but... ready yet. Well, then let's not... Let's... No, the song's done. I just... It wasn't ready for release <laughs> <laughs> Let's skip. We'll just skip it. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Okay. So we're circling back because I... We can talk about what I've just found, but not say what it is. Completely. There was a, tr- the, a, a track that I wanted to talk about that is unreleleased and Ben had accidentally released it there was SoundCloud. a little track crawling around my soundcloud that should not have been there um, I'm so happy that you told me there you go there really you go. saved me that um, but um yeah we'll move swiftly on mm-hmm. I want to talk about bed of lies mm-hmm. so talk I, I, I want you to just tell me about them so bed of lies is about kind of being in a cycle with someone it's mm-hmm. about trying to it's about fully well knowing that you've probably both done wrong to each other but it's that kind of that i don't know just you just forgive each other and i guess we're going to go to bed in our bed of lies tonight that's kind of what it's about and i know okay. that's 
sounds quite specific, but really, I mean, all the lyrics just kind of came to me as I was humming or singing. So there wasn't mm-hmm. much thought in it. Um, okay. Um, is it is it like an acknowledgement that is it, is it, it, it was is it an, an acknowledgement with an intention to stay together? Or is it, we both know that this isn't happening? I think it's like, we both know this isn't happening, but just for tonight, whatever. Oh, right, okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I see that. Yeah, and I think, I don't even know where that concept came from. I see that for the song. I can't yeah. go to, I personally can't go to bed without, like, talking about whatever issue I have on my brain. No, 100%, 100% same. <laughs> so I can't um, relate to it, but the lyrics are good. Yeah, oh, thank you. Yeah. But no, really enjoyed making it, I can't lie. And, like, sonically, I think I'm one of, it's one of the most developed in terms of where I want to be, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. It's one of the yep. ones where, when I finished it, I listened back and I thought, oh, this is definitely the area I want to go into because it doesn't always happen like that but um right. can we talk about Dangerous yes I love Dangerous I yeah lie. is that the last the last original that you've put out um I put Dangerous and Angel out as like a double yes so of... we are going to talk about Angel mm-hmm. in a second yeah let's talk about Dangerous yeah to begin with I didn't realize they uh, this is one of my questions coming to you okay in a moment yeah is about Angel and okay. whether or not it a, a cover a cover or an original because i couldn't tell interesting yeah yeah um, cool. but we'll start with dangerous mm-hmm. so tell me where it came from it came from my love for pop music and i think mm-hmm. as much as i listened to loads of it it's the first time that i really indulged in a full pop more dancey style song yeah. um and i think i explored different topics and i think i brought a different side out of me as well in that Mm -hmm. song in comparison to all my others and i just had so much fun making it yeah and even like vocally i did things i was just playing around more and i used different effects and stuff like that yeah i really loved that song yeah Mm -hmm. and so when you're when you're making these these original songs are you sat on your own are you in a booth with people are you inviting people over to like call like to collaborate are you having a drink like what like what is happening when these songs even if they're all different, if, if you did them yeah. all differently, what is happening? Genuinely all the same, all on my own in my room. Yeah. And I've realised I can't really have a drink while I'm writing either because okay. I like to write while I sing, at least for the first like kind of demo of the song. Like I like yeah. to kind of sing it as I'm writing. Mm-hmm. And after a drink, I'm useless on the mic. So oh, really? Yeah, 100%. Oh, I sound so much better. Really? It's <laughs> crazy, isn't it? I don't know if it's because I'm just drunk. <laughs> no, I'm sure you're not the first person to say that. Mm. So there must be something to it. But Like if I'm going to a gig, I'm having a glass of wine before. Really? Yeah. I mean, absolutely. If, if it works for you, it works for you. I mean, yeah. I lose all sense of pitch. Really? It's crazy. <gasps> That's wild. It's so weird. Is that to do with your vocal cords or to do with the fact that you're getting drunk? I don't think, I think it's like psychological. All right, okay. Does that make sense? I don't know. Is that the right word? Um, I don't think it's physical. I don't think it's my... Like, you can't find the pitch because your mind is skewed due to the alcohol. Yeah, and I think all my agility goes out the window as well. Right. And just my precision. Okay, it's like driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't have a glass of wine and drive. Precisely. Well. Well. You shouldn't. Yeah, exactly. So... Five and drive. um, So, yeah, maybe it's, I don't know, similar to that, but... Yeah. I just to know I like to work sober Fair. and solo. A hundred percent, yeah. I often find that too. How do you think your songs would come out differently if it was a team of people? Um, well, admittedly, I've only really ever wrote with one, one or two people, mm-hmm. and they've been people who are really close to me. So I think I don't know. I think they were they they were bound to be different just just due to you know two minds not one or however many people I was working with. Mm-hmm. But but like I wrote with my friend Nell probably before Christmas. Yeah, before yeah. Christmas. And we made some really cool songs together. So I think it depends who you're um, working with as well, if you can gel. Mm-hmm. I think it's all about the chemistry you have as writers too. 
Yeah. And it really comes across in songs, I think. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move on to Angel. Yeah. So when I saw it. I know, it's crazy. I was like, featuring Grimes? Yeah. And then I thought, is it a cover? Because mm-hmm. you, cause it's got Grimes on it. Yeah. And then I saw that it said AI. Yeah. And I'm confused. So run me through what's going on with Angel. Do you know, this song genuinely, I had so much fun making this one as well. I feel like I said that all, all these No, songs. this is your experimental side coming out here. It like, really this is. This you being like, I'm doing whatever the fuck that I feel like yeah. in this moment. Well, it's going to sound crazy, but um, um, I wrote the song and it was all my vocals on it mm-hmm. originally. And I sampled the melody from Fading by Rihanna off okay. Loud. I don't uh-huh. know if you know that song. It's that part. I just really like that part. I don't know why. So it's all a big mashup, really. And then, I don't know, I was just experimenting and Grimes released a software where you could kind of just freely use her voice. So I thought, it sounds somewhat hyper pop to me anyway mm-hmm. so i thought i don't know i just fancied putting crimes on the first verse and it i thought it sounded pretty cool so we kept it so are you recording the melody and then using ai to put her voice so it was where like, your voice is well, kind of it was like my it was my vocal stems and they just flipped it into her that's I, wild don't ask me how but that is wild and you know what it was so easy yeah yeah <laughs> Honestly, I recommend try it, anyone. I'm gonna do have it. to. Do I'm it. gonna have to. Do I'm it. gonna have to do that. That's hilarious. Yeah. Where did where where did that go? was it just a a spur of the moment like oh fuck it let's just try this yeah and I think where, I did, where did it come from well in your brain I'd been doing loads of work um at uni to do with AI and the future okay. of AI so I think my brain was just kind of in that in mindset that and I just um I think I saw it on TikTok or I just saw a random post about how Grimes was basically giving her vocals away and she didn't really mind so I just thought why not. <laughs> Why not? Mind. Yeah, wasn't really so bothered. let's secure the Grimes feature. That's fab. So yeah, that's fab. I love that one. And then the the other one that I've got on here because I know you've done a Noah one as well. Was it written? Uh, it is a Noah one, isn't it? The cover. Yeah, I did. Jesus was a rock star at one point. Is that Noah? That's Kim. Am I wrong? That's, that's Kim. Kim. Yeah. What's yeah. the one? Well, briefly, I did a Noah one, but is I don't know. Something about kissing Jesus. The Noah song. Oh, what is it? I got so high as for Jesus. That's the one I'm thinking of. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's the one you need to do. Maybe. Yeah, I love that song. What was the other one? The Kim one? If Jesus was a rock star. I that's love how it. Both... I'm just getting them mixed up. They're no, both about Jesus. I was just about to say, funnily enough, they're both Jesus in the name. But mm-hmm. I can see how you did that. Um, You've done those. That's the point I was making. Mm-hmm. However, I want to talk about the Britney one. Yeah. Where did that come from? Because that's a recent one. Yeah. Honestly, I'm always drawn to ballads. Okay. And is it just dipping a, like dipping your toe back into the pop? Or yeah, definitely. Did you hear it recently and you were like, no, I need to do that. I don't know. I think it just came on shuffle late last year. And I just heard it. And again, I was just listening to the lyrics and I just really resonated with that at that point. Mm-hmm. And I always need new gig material too. So it's nice to like have a song I'm super familiar with. Yeah. So I just really enjoy singing it too. It's so pretty. And I think everyone looks past it because it's so well known yeah and it's actually a beautiful song mm-hmm. gorgeous yeah. um i don't want to, you to feel too much like i'm dissecting every single song no making i can love... go through them all the reason why I'm, I, i've done it this way mm-hmm. is because there isn't much of your content out on the no, internet this not. is all soundcloud as well yeah and then this, uh remind me which ones are on spotify and utm is the one that's on yeah yeah so clearly you were specific about what you put out yeah that's why I'm go- making you go through no, dissect more. No, I love this. I love being asked about like yeah. all this kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Because it is, it is clear from an audience perspective that you are very selective about what you put out. So I just wanted to get my head around for the audience to kind of understand no, yeah, why sure. you're choosing what you're choosing yeah. to put out. Now I'm going to ask you covers or originals. Originals. 
Yeah. Always. I only did covers to kind of get out there a bit more. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Um, if yeah. it was up to me, I would just sing all originals. But mm-hmm. I mean, when I do gigs at a couple bars in Manchester, often they want things that everyone can sing along to. So right. that's why I'm consciously making the effort to know well-known songs to kind of get the crowd going and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Do you know what I mean? But um, no, always originals. I can't lie to you. Mm-hmm. I love singing it. It surprises me that the gigs are saying that because in my head, if I turn up to a gig and someone's singing a cover, my initial thought is they don't have enough songs to sing yeah. at a gig. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they're, that's not the case. No. And they're, oh no, we want you to do songs that people know. That's wild. I know. That's wild. Now that you say that, I get that, yeah. Mm. Like, I'm sure some people don't have enough content yeah. content to do a full gig of their own tracks, but I never thought about it that way. Yeah, do you know what I find as well? I find that as much as I do love to sing originals, a lot of my songs don't translate very well to the spaces that I often sing in. Okay. Like Angel and Dangerous, I, would, I wouldn't dream of doing them at like, no. I don't know, like a, a pub-esque place. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. when I'm in an arena. Do you know what I mean? No, No, that's the fantasy. Do you know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, I think often I do have to do a couple covers as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fill the gaps. Fill the gaps. Gorge. While we're waiting for some more custom content. Everyone's hungry. Yeah. Gorge. And um, well, we're kind of coming to the end of the episode now. Yeah. So this is the point where I ask future mm-hmm. prospects and future ideas. So is there anything that you've not done yet that you're wanting to do or that you've not been able to do? That's my Complete. standard question. Do you know so many things? Like I want my first cut as a songwriter this year. Okay. Um, even if it's just me helping out a little bit, I want my first cut. Yeah. Because that's something I really wanted to do last year, but never really got around to. It's like monetize. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just want to help people write as well. I think that's mm-hmm. so cool because it kind of takes the pressure off me as well. And I don't feel like I'm constantly having to dig up things or... Yeah. yeah. So definitely get my first cut. I'm definitely going to um, put my foot down with the music. Yeah. Definitely going to get releasing. And I think this year I want to collaborate with as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. And I want to go out and dance track as well. Yeah. I just feel like yeah. that would be like, yeah, cool. Absolutely. Because we've talked about this. Yeah. I won't say too much because we haven't said too much yet. Mm-hmm. But you know where I am. Yeah. You know where I am. Exactly. Absolutely. No, I'm real. sure you've got a long list of like friends and... and um... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'll fit you in some. <laughs> but yeah, we definitely need we definitely need a third instalment of the two of us that isn't safe house. Yeah, of course. So we can, you know, you bounce, can help me out. Bounce some ideas off each other, get creative. Exactly. 100%. Exactly. Uh, you'll have to bounce a lot more ideas than me. Um We'll see. You can pull the weight. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've heard some unreleased stuff, so... Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. We'll see. That's still the way it is from last time as well, which is hilarious. That's all right. Yeah. So, that's plans, goals, mm-hmm. ideas. What is certain? What's next for Ben James? The what first... have you got planned? And hopefully another music video. Mm-hmm. Really love doing that. I really Would you enjoyed... do a music video with... Uh, yes, 100%. We spoke mm-hmm. about it. Um, and I definitely want to go down to London and get a couple of visuals with her. Even yeah. if it's just a couple of shots that we can use throughout the video and stuff uh-huh. like that. And as well, I would love to do an acoustic version with her. I would love to hear her rap over a guitar. Yeah. I think that'd be so cool. Yeah. So that's definitely on the cards for this year. And then other than that, I took a lot of time in the last couple of months of last year to really stop everything. I had to kind of fully stop to then kind of start again. Mm-hmm. So I'm just looking to like get as much done as possible, as much writing done as possible, mm-hmm. and hopefully a good amount of releases this year. So yeah. yeah. Fab. And Can live. we expect an EP? Or are you an EP girl or are you an album girl? I'm for now definitely EP, but I'm, okay. I'm a sing. I'm in my droplet era, let's just say. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh-huh. Nothing Fab. yet. But yeah. But lots of stuff to look forward to though. 100% yeah. 
That's great. Gorge. Well, you all heard it. Keep in contact. Perfect. Keep following and subscribing. Yeah, and things. 100%. Make sure, you know, because you might, things might drop randomly by accident and you might be able to hear things before. Maybe I might out. just accidentally <laughs> upload the whole album. No, but go and stream NUTM. It's on Spotify. Um, Not you leaking your own music. As if. <laughs> 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 no, I'm so happy that happened because I would have just walked out of here like. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. gorge. And um, well, yeah. Um, just any last words for the listeners, really? Um, Do you have any? Some people use this time to plug themselves. Some people are profound. Well, yeah. Some people ask me questions. I'd rather, I wouldn't opt for that one. Well, but... <laughs> I would just say honestly, go check out my music if you like anything that's quite emotional and if you're a gay guy as well go listen to it as well because you might be able to relate to some of it I'm not mm. sure but um, other than that thank you so much for having me here I loved again. it no Good always God. always yeah. I promise not to accidentally ruin all of this audio yeah period fab no I'm it'll be fine well we'll just say bye to the listeners yeah thank you so much for listening bye everyone bye bye, bye.